Good morning and happy Monday to you. This is the All You Need to Know podcast on BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 20th of March. The weekend saw frenetic activity in the financial world and probably the biggest headline that you'll see in the global banking industry this year. Swiss investment bank UBS will take over the beleaguered Credit Suisse in a deal backed by the Swiss government. UBS will pay 3 billion Swiss francs, which amounts to $3.2 billion, in an all-stock deal to acquire Credit Suisse, according to a Bloomberg report. Credit Suisse's market capitalization stood at $8 billion as of close on the 17th of March. This marks the end of what has been a roller coaster of a week for Credit Suisse and hopefully will prevent a contagion that could have erupted with the failure of this systemically important bank. In a press conference that took place at midnight India time, Switzerland's President Alan Burset said, and I quote, On Friday, the liquidity outflows and market volatility showed that it was no longer possible to restore the necessary confidence and that a swift and stabilizing solution was absolutely necessary. This solution is the takeover of Credit Suisse by UBS, unquote. Now, there's a lot to unpack in the fine print, but the major points are that the additional tier one bonds worth $17.2 billion will be written off to zero. And the combination of the two businesses is expected to generate an annual run rate of cost reduction of over $8 billion by 2027. That's gonna result in a lot of loss of employment. UBS's chief executive officer, Ralph Hammers, will head the combined entity. The Swiss National Bank has also provided substantial liquidity to support the takeover. Now, moving on to other news, Goldman Sachs Group, which is one of the most bullish banks on its outlook for oil, has nudged its forecasts down as worries over the banking sector and the potential for recession outweigh a surge in demand from China. The bank's analysts now see Brent crude reaching $94 to the barrel for the 12 months ahead and $97 to the barrel in the second half of 2024 versus the $100 to the barrel expectation previously. Now, in other news, Securities and Exchange Board of India, or SEBI, has turned cautious while giving clearance to IPOs as it has returned the preliminary papers of half a dozen companies, including Oravel Stays, which operates hospitality chain Oyo in over two months. These companies have been asked to refile their draft red herring prospectus with certain updates. That's a PTI report. Now, Maharashtra is poised to become the new owner of the iconic Air India building at Nariman Point in Mumbai, following the state government's fresh offer of 1,600 crore rupees to acquire the property. The building will serve to bolster the state government's office space with its administrative headquarters, the Mantrale, located nearby. In more international news in China, Evergrande, the world's most indebted developer, has reached an agreement with a group of major creditors for a plan to restructure its offshore debt ahead of a key winding up petition hearing on Monday, according to sources. That's a Bloomberg story. An ad hoc group of offshore bondholders has expressed support for the company's plan and a restructuring support agreement was being drafted. 
An agreement would be a milestone in the saga of Evergrande and could also increase the chances of an adjournment in the hearing, which is scheduled to start at 9.30 a.m. in Hong Kong. It would potentially help avoid a court-ordered asset liquidation. In more international news, President Vladimir Putin has made a surprise trip to occupied Mariupol, which is the Ukrainian city largely destroyed by a months-long Russian siege, according to a Kremlin statement and video released on state television. The highly classified visit was Putin's first to one of the four Ukrainian regions that Russia claimed in September to have annexed as part of its invasion launched in February 2022. And the trip, which the Kremlin on Sunday said hadn't been planned in advance, came after the Russian leader was on Friday issued an arrest warrant by the International Criminal Court for alleged war crimes. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. It's been an action-packed weekend in the financial world. The three early rises in the Asia-Pacific region have started with cuts, narrow cuts. How are Indian markets poised to react? Well, Alex, certainly seems like our markets will start off uh, with the same kind of discountation markets have started off. So no big changes there. Uh, but the good part is that the U.S. futures have climbed um, and the dollar has slipped slightly and all of that could augur well over the slightly uh, uh, during the course of the day, if you will. The key resistance levels to watch out for if one is looking at the upsides are about 17178 and followed by 17250. Uh, remember, the trend is very weak in large cap ID post the SVB crisis an auto index which has corrected for six successive weeks and I think markets will be watching out for that. Doubt that banks will have a very large short covering lead move that people are talking about. So expect it to be a dull day, maybe with a bit of a recovery in the second half because uh, quant indicators are indicating that it is still a good time to buy into the index. Um, yes, autos remain in focus. Uh, keep in mind the index witnessed the sixth consecutive week of loss. Uh, down about 3.9% last week as well. And a crucial support of 12,200 broken could make the index head even lower as per charters. So that is to be watched out for. In terms of stocks to watch today, I really doubt banks, like I said, will do too much. So I'm focusing on uh, company-specific news. Uh, the Patanjali Foods, and uh, yes, the company said that it's planning to float another follow-on public offer whether a QIP or a OFS to meet the minimum public shareholding. And that's a bit of an overhang for the stock for sure. Uh, multiple companies have won some orders. RVNL, a 1,000 crore order. SJV, a 1,000 crore order. Cochin Shipyard, about a 500 crore order. From a Norwegian uh, subsidiary of a, of a group headquartered in Netherlands. So that could be interesting. Indian companies winning global orders. Godari Par and Ispat has announced a buyback at a price of 500 rupees a piece. Uh, just a small equity, but versus the current price of 390, it is a decent price. So that is to be watched out for. Adani Green and NDTV will move to the ASM stage. So that is to be watched out for. Havels has commenced production of, an, of air conditioners from a new plant from March 17th. So that might add, add to turnover in April and May, which are the hottest months. So that is to be watched out for. And uh, VGuard will interact with the Enam AMC and Zomato and Paytm will participate in the Credit Suisse Asian Investment Conference. So both of those are to be watched out for as well. 
all eyes will be on what happens to credit suisse from a news perspective somehow i f- i'm not quite seeing that resulting in stock price large stock price movement back home in india so banks may not necessarily have the largest short covering move that everybody is talking about with that it's back to you thanks neeraj and as always thank you all for listening in this is alex matthew signing off have a great monday and an amazing week ahead 